Yo. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Red Cup Podcast. I'm your girl, TT. One tone it twice. What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to try to get y'all red cups. Get ready to pull up with us. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another Red Cup Friday. Hey. Y'all might notice y'all don't hear the regular yo, 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 yo. Our boy Tony twice had a little situation here under the weather, but hopefully he get well soon and he'll be back next week. But until then, we got a amazing guest ho- co-host today. She is my friend, first of all, that makes her special. Second, <laughs> second she's an author. She is a mother and she is an amazing friend. Her name is, well, you want to be Queen? I am Queen today, honey. Yes, her name is Queen. Um, <laughs> And she is going to be guest co-hosting with me. How you doing, sis? I'm great. How are you? I miss you so much. I know. I miss you, too. I can't wait for the Rona to let us be great so Girl. you can come down here. Yes. Yes. You know I've been waiting on that. As soon as we made those plans, Rona hit. I know. She disrespectful. Real disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you being in Atlanta, how is it going? Like, how, what's the temperature in Atlanta? Do you think, like, it's really as bad as, like, the news and social media is making it out to be over there? Or do you think, like, it's, it's really, it's being respected more than what they're portraying? Um, I think I think it's actually a little bit above. I think people understand the seriousness and severity of Corona, and from what I see, you know, out here, you know, where I shop and all that stuff, people wear masks, people are respecting the social distancing. So, you know, people are doing what they have to do to try to make this move as fast as possible. But at the same time, some of the shit they reporting in the news just ain't adding up to me. You know, I mean. I just, it just, it just, some of the stuff just doesn't make sense. But, right. you know, I always say, you know, you got to do what's right for you and your family. So, you know, you, you, we all have older people in our family who are more susceptible to contracting cor- uh, Corona and having it be more detrimental to them. So you got to factor in all that stuff. But I still feel like something's not adding up with this whole virus. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. And as the weeks go by, it's just like, I don't know. It's like this week, apparently Florida got a thousand cases a day. Right, right. I don't, I know people close to me who've had the virus and they made it through. But at the same time, and I do believe that the virus is real, but I do think there's some inflation going on. With I agree. Numbers. I agree. Because you had no symptoms or whatever, or they say they were positive for corona, they're labeling it, they're labeling it as a corona death. Right. So I don't, I, you know, it's the whole situation just, it's just not, something's not adding up. It's not. I think that it's all, the inflations and the numbers and all of that is all a part of a distraction. Mm-hmm. But the only part that leaves me puzzled is if if it's a if it's 
has anything because people say, oh, Trump and them trying to do this or that, but inflating coronavirus numbers, I don't see where that would help Trump. So I don't know what what is really happening, but I know something going on. Yes, Corona is real, and I my heart goes out to anybody who lost lost a family right. member exactly. with Corona. But there's also some BS going on in the midst of all of this too. So right. it's just a lot, right? But everybody stay safe. Continue to wash your hands and your ass, and we gonna <laughs> we gonna keep it. <laughs> We are going to keep it trucking. So, uh, this week in America, black Mm -hmm. people. So, uh, first, I want to say, like, rest in peace to the babies who lost their life over the 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Black people. If we would have stayed, for real, if we would have just sat down. And we kept the same energy that we celebrated. We celebrated Juneteenth. We popped fireworks. We did all of that. We ain't need another holiday to go out there and then act a donkey. Act a donkey. <laughs> act a donkey. Like these kids' lives got taken away. For what? For what? And I still haven't heard or seen anything about um anybody turning themselves in or being caught or even reasoning why these babies lost their lives over the 4th of July weekend. Have you heard anything like I, unless I'm just disconnected, but I haven't seen or heard anything about why, which also made me, before I yell at my black people, why, how do we really know it was a black person that did it? Which incident are you talking about specifically? Okay, the little girl in Atlanta, the little boy that played the little, uh, was he 11? The 11-year-old little boy, the other little girl, mm-hmm. um, the other little girl, Um, I don't know what city she was in, and then Ricky Smiley's daughter got shot in mm-hmm. Houston, thank God she mm-hmm. lives, but it's like, it was a lot, they said like five kids died. Um... Okay, so here are my thoughts with the with 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 that. You know, we you okay. We've been on lockdown since what March. You know, now summers summers here. Everybody want to get out, have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the circumstances around any of these uh, shooters. I don't even really know the circumstances around Ricky Smiley's daughter. I just heard that she got shot like three times in Houston. I think. Yeah, in a Whataburger drive-through. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I don't know all the circumstances surrounding that, um, surrounding those shootings, but here's the thing. I'm not knocking nobody for celebrating Fourth of July. It's something we've been doing since we was little before, you know, most right. people knew what Juneteenth was. So, it's just like we're just doing what we're accustomed to doing, going out, having a good time, celebrating. It's unfortunate that, you know, you have fools who always want to shoot up the party. It just always be like that. You know yeah. that just from being, you know what I'm saying, in Florida. Like, it, it just happens like that. I'm not making excuses for it. It's, right. it's wrong. And you know what I'm saying? We just got to do, we got to do better. You we know what do, I'm like, especially in this climate, it's almost exactly. like, Bruh, y'all can't shoot a foul one right now. We fighting for bigger things. We exactly. fighting for respect as a race. We're fighting for our lives, literally. And y'all 
for whatever reason, are taking each other's lives. And like I said, I really don't want to, because I don't know, I don't know how we know it was these shootings all happened at the arm of, I mean, from other black people. I don't know how mm-hmm. we know that. I haven't seen nobody mugshot. I haven't seen anything to, to show me that it was another black person. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how we would know that, but it's been, that's how it's all being reported. Like it was another black person that did it. And my whole thing is, black people, please shoot the fair one with each other. Please shoot the what? Wait, what did you do? The foul square up, fight, throw the ball. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got to do something, shoot the foul. Okay, so you know this, this, (laughs) the times we live in now is completely different than you know when we was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got you got beef with somebody. Somebody getting their ass whooped, and somebody going home. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's how it was back then. Now. it's a little different. Like, don't nobody want to fight. Everybody afraid to get their ass beat. Right. Our generation, everybody got that. Somebody got their ass beat. You win some, then, you lose some. And if you lost, you went home and your mama beat your ass again. <laughs> Send your ass right back out there to fight again. But we in a different time now. Now, you know what I'm saying? If you if if two kids get into a fight, now the mama want to come jump in. But she want to bring guns and stuff. Like, it, it's just completely different now how things are so that's you know i, I try to stay out the way you know what i'm saying yeah, I stay out the way sure. and honking the horn at somebody in traffic can lead to somebody getting shot it's ridiculous and i don't want to say it's a black thing you know because people of all races do yep. some crazy ass shit absolutely you know? yep but i agree with what you're saying with you know we as black people we're fighting for we're literally fighting for our lives against, you know, the police, against our neighbors, against just anybody who sees our skin as a threat. Exactly. So we do need to unify. You know, we don't, if we're looking at the bigger picture, we got to fight for the bigger picture. We got to unite and try to make life better for ourselves and for our children and our children's children. Because the way we're going now, if we can't unify, we're never going to see a better life for our kids. That's a fact. That's a whole fact. I just want us. Oh, I don't know. It's and I know everybody frustrated. Everybody on edge. Everybody, but we got to find a better way to deal with our our brothers and sisters in this time. And it, I guess sometimes other black folks can get on our nerves, but this ain't the time mm-hmm. for that. We really have to. Look at we're at war right now for our life, and you have to walk around every day like that. So even when somebody step out of pocket, like, but let's not just go zero to a hundred. Let's stop at twenty. Let's stop at twenty and give a few fair warnings. Let's you know do whatever we can, or just remove ourselves from the situation because this is not the time for them. Because right now, all we're doing is providing ammo for them to try and change the narrative. They right. already trying to pacify us with doing all this other shit that we didn't ask for, and instead of just arresting the cops who murdered these people, but right. they want to give us the amusement park rides and take down Hulu streaming videos and episodes, right. all that shit we didn't ask for. So don't further give them ammunition to be able to try and switch the narrative. We can't do that. It's too critical of a time for us. And we're making good strides. We have to stay on track. And we have to stick together. We have to. 
Like, I agree. It's, it's, I don't know. I feel like what's happening now with, like, corporate America, um, you know, with the things that they're doing with, you know, changing certain names of teams and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, all that is, you know, fine and dandy and, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's cool or whatever. But it, I look at it, I feel like it's like the Suge Knight effect. Basically, you know how, like, uh, Tupac has said, um, Suge Knight wouldn't pay him. I, I don't know if this is true. This is just what I heard. Mm-hmm. Tupac. Uh, said that Suge Knight wouldn't pay him. Uh, wouldn't pay him, and say he would buy him. He would get gifts. So it's just basically to pacify the situation, to put to a band aid over the yeah. situation. We call so that's kind of what's going on now. They're just trying to put a band aid on like ten million stab wounds. It's just not going to really help. It's not. It's like like we said. We called it last week. I'm trying to give a lollipop to the baby. Don't give us no damn lollipops, baby. Right, exactly. We don't want none. exactly. We don't want exactly, none. but it is what it is. Y'all keep your head up. Um, continue. We need to be prayerful for one for another too. I don't know. It don't, don't matter what your religion is. Whoever you have faith in, your whoever higher power you believe in, pray for one mm-hmm. another for our safety, for our well being, for our mental health. Because right. all of the stuff that we're seeing on a daily basis is not healthy it's not normal it's not nothing that one should see it's it's people we have normalized it because we've seen it so mm-hmm. much but it, yep. it should never those trauma should not be normal to us as a people so praying for each other's mental health is something that should be at the top of our prayer list because that could do stuff everybody gets affected differently and that could really weigh on somebody and and you know what I agree, but even further than just praying, because you know, like in our community, black community, it's like, oh, anytime you have an issue, you pray, right? Yeah. Mental health, you pray, you pray. Oh, so so and so went crazy, you pray. No, sometimes you gotta seek professional help. Absolutely. And you know, I am an advocate for uh, mental health therapy. I see my therapist. Shout out to Tish. Yeah. I see Tish twice a month you know what i'm saying and <laughs> black people let me tell you just because you see a therapist that does not mean you're crazy you're Absolutely. basically trying to present prevent yourself from going crazy you know so I, i've been in therapy for over a year now when i tell you it has helped me tremendously become a better person i am so grateful for my therapist she is a young black woman here in atlanta and i absolutely love her okay yeah. i don't shout people out because i ain't trying to uh, give free promotion, but Tish is my girl, and I wish I could think of her last name because I would definitely say it, but I don't know it right now. That's what's up, though. I love that you love it. I want to get in therapy so bad, but I, you know, my son goes to therapy. I want to get into it. It's just a timing thing for me. But I said I, I think I'm, I'm thinking about looking into squ- um, what is it called, Squarespace or Talkspace, mm-hmm. Talkspace. Mm. Where you can oh, is that the online? Yeah, where they can FaceTime you and up time you can shoot your therapist a text and they'll respond. Okay. Like I, I'm thinking about going into it that way, where I don't need as much time. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I could do it on my lunch break. I could do it. You know, so I'm thinking about going that route. But 
Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that is so true. It's so important. I'm definitely an advocate for mental health and getting your mental health mm-hmm. checked on. Your mind is a very important part of your body. You go to the doctor for every yep. other part. Your mind should, that's the doctor for your mind. Yep. Absolutely. You definitely should go. Speaking of mental health, mm-hmm. that helps me to segue into a conversation I want to have this week. Okay. Let's, I want to talk about the August Alcina and Jada Pinkett <laughs> situation. Now, how are you going to link that with mental health? Don't answer that. Because. Don't answer that. that was a rhetorical okay. question. <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> okay, because baby, I want to know what, what are your... Okay, first, let me ask you this. Do you believe that August had a conversation with Will? I okay, so okay, so here's the thing. I okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had heard about the whole August Alcina, Jada Pinkett Smith stuff like a week ago, and I never looked into it until today, right? So, mm-hmm. when after I saw the interview and what he said, it's like, ah, I could not imagine a man giving another man permission to fuck his wife. Uh, can I say that on this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, because I know I've heard it in the past, but I just want to make sure <laughs> that I got free range to be myself. So I, <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, I could not see that. However, there, you know, there are some swingers and stuff out here. So there are lots of men who are okay with that. But my thing is, if, you know, with Will and Jada being as high powered as they are, I would imagine mm-hmm. that if Will was going to give anybody permission to fuck his wife, uh, he would make sure that person is mentally capable of handling that type of relationship. And I would think that a non-disclosure agreement of some kind would have been signed. So I don't 100% believe... Does he have an album coming out or something? Yeah, but go ahead. I'm, I'm going to touch on that too. Okay. But no, go ahead. I'm gonna touch on that too. Go okay. ahead. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. It could happen, but I don't see that happening. I, I just, I don't, I don't think that Will gave this man permission to fuck his wife. Okay. So, okay, so you don't think that? Do you believe that that they had a relationship? <sighs> a part of. <laughs> A part of me feels like, okay, here's the thing. You know me. I don't want to say nobody's lying about something like this, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was a, maybe maybe they fucked in the past. So you think maybe they just had a physical relationship, but not an emotional relationship, like not a we we go together relationship. Okay, so here's here's the thing with that. Any t- usually when you have two people who are just like fuck friends, it's gonna be one, at least one. It's gonna be like all in, falling in love, and this, that, and the third. So if they had a sexual relationship, we clearly know who's the person that fell in love, and that would be him. So I don't, mm-hmm. I I don't. Um, <laughs> I think that they. I I'm gonna think- get it out. <laughs> I think they might have. I think they might have fucked him. He, yeah. You know, I don't know what. I don't know what Jada got in between her legs, but baby, she must have put it on him. 
Cause he he he. Baby. Whoosh, I don't know. I don't know what she got. But I'm gonna tell you something. What kind of vacuum seal she got coming out her mouth? But she must have put it on them. Okay, now let me ask you this before I say my okay. Did you watch not the clips from social media? Did you watch the entire interview with Angela Yee? I did not. I only saw like it was like six minutes. I wish you would have because I don't think that your perspective would be the same. I know you, and I don't think your perspective would be the same. Let me tell you something. Okay. For me, I've been following August's um, career since the beginning of his career. Okay. I've been a fan since the, his little mixtapes before he even dropped his album. That boy has been dealt a hand. Really? Like, a hand. Like a struggle hand from the beginning. His whole life has been an uphill battle. He is um very fragile. Mm. Very emotional when Jada okay when, I don't know if you watched the red table talk that he was on I think I did see I want to say I did see that episode and she said when she met him she met him through Jaden he was at that time addicted to prescription drugs I remember that he was going through he got on prescription drugs we just found out through his documentary that came out with his album because his health had failed him and he had the autoimmune mm-hmm. disease and to keep him comfortable, they put him on that medication. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got addicted to it. She took this fragile boy and helped nurse him into being a better him. Did what they followed him and worked with him and helped him get off drugs helped him kick his addiction was there for him did all of the things that he always wanted in his mother that he always wanted in his in his family Mm -hmm. he has a very estranged relationship with his mom his dad died when he was young and his stepdad had an addiction problem and was abusive to his mom and stuff so she came in being everything he always wanted in, in in parents. Did you take that and you grow a bond with him? Let me tell you something. The way that she looks at that boy, the way that they, like, in some, even in some of these photos, they definitely, I feel like, this is what I think. I think Jada helped him out. Mm-hmm. She might have found out about his package. <laughs> and she wanted to get delivered a few times. She got the package delivered, something new, something young, something spry. She knew that he was a fragile individual. You can't not know it. You cannot not know it. it, it you can't listen to three songs on the album and not know that he's he's fragile and weak. Not saying he's weak as a man, but emotionally... He's weak. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's always needed, like he's always been without the emotional support that a normal person would have. Mm-hmm. So when you come in and you bring him that, of course, feelings are gonna get involved, especially if you add in the hokey pokey. And I feel like Jada got what she wanted out of him. And so Will said, All right, that's enough. And then she kicked him to the curb. Mm-hmm. And left him out to dry. 
I feel like Will might have been like, uh-uh, he too attached. We got to go and cut that off because we we can't be all three living in here. Nah, it's it's becoming too much. You got to cut that off. And even if that's your life partner, you got to go with what he said. Because mind you, I also remember at the red table, when she said we don't even consider ourselves married anymore. Oh, we consider ourselves I remember that. Partner. I remember that. And she said he could be on this side of the and house. And I'll be on the other side. And I'll be on the other side. And then her mama said, right after she said that, she said, and that has never made to sense me. to me. Yep. I remember that. That's what the mama said. And they also made it a point in that in that red table talk that Will was on when they addressed the rumors about being swingers. They said we are not swingers, which means that you pointed out, hey, they calling us swingers. We are not swingers. They never addressed the open marriage, though. Mm. So you made it a point to touch on the swinging, but you left the openness alone. Right. That was very intentional. Right. So I believe wholeheartedly that he had that conversation with Will because I feel like he wanted to be accepted and involved in the family so bad he didn't want to do anything that would make him lose the connection of family mm. that he finally thought he found. That's quite and interesting. Then, and then I know that they did it. There's no doubt in my mind because that young brother said, and I quote, if I died today, I would be okay because I know that I would have lived and loved. Baby, she put that kung fu grip on that young brother. She <laughs> <laughs> put that, that G.I. Joe grip on that young brother. I don't care what nobody say. Daddy did that. <laughs> That's why she gonna talk about Oh, there's healing that needs to take place. I need to call myself <laughs> to the red table. Well, I'm like the folks on the internet, Jada. How long it take to pull up chairs to this table, girl? <laughs> how long? You ready for her to spill all that piping hot tea? But how much information you think she gonna really give? None. Oh, baby. She ain't gonna, let me tell you what she gonna do. <laughs> she gonna get on there and say, I've heard the rumors and I see at what everybody's saying and I would just like to say this sometimes mental health is a real thing and sometimes people go through things and and, they, and when they're emotionally unstable it could cause them to feel like they're in a different situation so I take responsibility for not <laughs> being aware of his mental health but no, we did not have a relationship. I was just trying to be there for him and help him through a tough time in life. I think I don't think she's gonna tell the truth. I think that's how she's gonna play it. I do. Well, y'all heard it here first. Cause... <laughs> I do. I can't wait to see that. If she's a hundred percent honest, it'll blow my mind. But wait a minute though. She can't lie too much because her mama this week just put on Instagram, um, stop putting celebrities and the people that you love and admire on pedestals. Don't and Girl. get disappointed when they come down because they're all human. Girl. So your mama trying to butter up your lane. Gammy trying. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, Gabby trying to butt up that lane for you, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you, I couldn't agree with her more. Not only with celebrities, just with people in motherfucking general. I could not agree with her more. Stop trying to get people to live in your box. Stop trying to get people to live the way you feel they should live based upon a tiny bit of information you think you know and you have no fucking idea. Stop. That's true. Because you don't know what people go through behind closed doors. All you see is the smile. Girl. You don't know what happens behind the smile. You don't know what happens before the, the lights, camera, action. It could have been a frown. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know. So you have to... Yeah, you're right. Like, they people, they human, they make mistakes. It is what it is. And I don't put Jada on no pedestal. I don't put Will on no pedestal. Um, do I think Jada used that boy until I think that it probably would have still went on? No, I don't. Because the same way Jada got sick of Will and got tired of Will, I think she would have got tired of him too. So even if Will didn't cut it off, I think eventually she would have too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she could have even beat Will to the tide of him. All right, he too clingy. He got to go. <laughs> if I wanted to be dealing with all of that, me and my husband would still be calling ourselves married and not life partners. I wonder you know if she saying? feels like what? Let me. What's your opinion on this? I wonder. If, do you think that she feels like Tupac was her true love and soulmate? Because they had like a really really tight bond. I did until I watched that red table talk when she talked about it. And when Snoop Dogg was on there, I didn't see that one. Yeah, when she called Snoop to the table because he called Gail Old Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> you got me snorting. <laughs> she called Snoop to the table and they talked about Pac. And she was basically saying how. That was her best friend, mm-hmm. and she loved him, but he just wouldn't listen, and she would try to steer him other ways. She would try to lead him the right way, but he just wouldn't do. He only did what he mm-hmm. wanted to do. So I think that she had love for Pac, and I really do feel like if Pop would have acted right, she would have wanted to be with him. But I think that Pop kept too much going on for her to even want to be dealt up with it like that mm-hmm. but i heard that um i she when remember when notorious came i mean not notorious what's their name biggie? this movie uh, notorious uh yeah it was notorious uh-uh. Tupac no 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 not biggie no i'm talking about pop movie all, all eyes, eyes on me, me. yeah and remember she was upset and she did an interview with somebody she was like do she said you know pop was married mm-hmm. they didn't even have his wife in there and i was like who knew Pac was married? I didn't know that until she said uh-huh. it. But apparently, like I guess she was like, they didn't reach out to nobody who was close to him or in his family to get the real story. Uh-huh. They made it up on their own. And she was like, a lot of it is false and this and that and the other. But I don't know. What all I know is, from what I see, I think that that's a messy situation. And the lesson to be learned from that, if you ask me, is um don't play with people' emotions and feelings, mm-hmm. especially people who need somebody. If you go back and watch that whole interview, he talked about how he was stressed 
and he was so stressed that he physically got ill. He already has an autoimmune mm-hmm. disease, but his organs start to shut down. And stress can trigger the like can trigger his disease to flare right, up right. and cause all his his organs to shut down. That boy was in the hospital, had to learn how to walk again and everything. He was literally heartbroken. Was that after he all that stuff happened after? Yes, he said that he said that was the hardest relationship he ever had to detach himself from. Wow. He said he 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 felt like that was the first time he had ever really experienced true love. Oh. And he said that's why if I die today, I will know I will die knowing that I have lived and I have loved. That's 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 something. That's why I say, unless he is, he should be getting Oscars. And you're not gonna be that passionate and that open and that emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. to talk about something that you was just hitting or to talk about that really affected you in a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless you're an amazing actor and you need an Oscar from a, I ain't never seen nobody get an Oscar from an interview, but he, if he lied, he earned the Oscar. <laughs> I have to watch the whole interview because I ain't gonna lie, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched a small clip. I want you to watch the whole thing. I want you to text me and tell me what you think after that. Because I'm telling you, if you watch the whole, and I think a lot of people is judging the situation based on a clip. But being a fan of his and listening to his music and listening to all of his interviews in the past, he's always been emotionally vulnerable. Mm-hmm. He will tell it. And so... I don't know if they didn't know that he was that vulnerable and that he'll tell it, but he will. I mean, they had to have known because you said that when, when in the in the interview, she had said that she knew that he, uh, you know, had all these issues with his mom, with you know, his family, and he was a different. No, 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 no. I knew that. She she found when when Jaden brought him home, he was addicted to perks. They nurtured him and helped him get the help he needed to get off of drugs and then had him as a member of their family. So this is kind of... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's some sick stuff going on over there. I know whoever will girlfriend is, she ain't never telling. Look, I'm over here like, who is she, honey? Who is this lady? Who is this mysterious? Is it the ex-wife? Who is she? Nah, whoever will mess with she ain't never gonna tell. She wanna keep her position. Keep them checks coming in. <laughs> yeah, he might be he might be, I don't know what he's doing for, but he might be sitting up for a good allowance. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might be. I, who knows? I just, I, I and I don't think that he, I, I honestly and truly do not think that August told this for clout mm-hmm. or to sell mm-hmm. albums or none of that. I don't. I just think that whenever anybody asks him a question, album coming or not, he gonna tell you his honest truth. And then you gotta look at the way she set up the question too. She set that thing up. They won't even talk about Jada, but she found a way to piece two and two together and, and wing it to Jada. I'm like, girl, you reached in your back pocket and dug that segue Who, Angela Yee? Yes, God. I thought the whole interview was supposed to be about that. I didn't. I didn't know. Interview. I only seen that clip, 
And because everybody was talking about it, I thought that he went on Angelique uh, Yee's show to specifically talk about that. No, he went on there to talk about his documentary, his five-part documentary and his album. He did a documentary for his rollout for his album, not this interview. Girl. That was just a small piece. You know, Angela, you he, gonna, she gonna pull, she gonna pull some tricks out of her hat. Baby, she been sitting with the best, baby. She done pulled it out, baby. She pulled it out. I said, now, dang, how she get way to Jada from here? But she sure did that. She gonna make a way. She did it, baby. And got her a question answered. She answered him. Wow. So I don't know. And I feel I'm I'm nervous for him because you know, Will and Jada them, they kind of powerful. That boy said he put out another post this week basically saying that he's he is never gonna lie or conform or try to act hard or be somebody that he's not to please other people. He gonna be who he is. And if he has to die on being himself, then that's what he'll do. But he died knowing that he was real and he was honest with himself. You know, that's pretty uh, commendable because so many people try to live according to how they feel they should live based on other people's Mm -hmm. perception. So, I, you know, right. cause, like, even with the whole Will and Jada thing, all right, you know, if, if you, it's nobody's business, but if you're into that type of shit and this man is saying all this stuff, if you want to clear it up, just come out and say, yeah, this is what we do and I fuck them. It don't matter what yeah. everybody else think about it. You living your life. You having fun. Shit. 99.9% of America is trying to get to where you are financially, where, where you are in your, right. your marriage, I mean, or your life partnership, whatever you want to call it. Like, people want to have that longevity with somebody else. So, fuck what everybody else got to say. Just be do you think? Do you think that you could be in an open marriage? I sure could. Girl, look, let me tell you something. Let <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yes, <laughs> yes, the fuck I could. Let me tell you. If my man was to be like, Kia, girl, yes, come on, honey. A queen, you know, for you know, those who don't know me, me, like how you know me. Um, yeah. <laughs> queen, girl, they, let's have this open marriage. Okay, what are the rules, honey? What are the rules? How we gonna do this? You know, you need a, you need another woman to fulfill your needs, you know, a couple times a month. And I get another man to fulfill my needs a couple times a month. So be it, honey. But he ain't gonna go for really? it. Really? Uh, but you know what I would be down for? <laughs> I was gonna say, no, you wouldn't, Queen. I I know you. I don't think that you'll be down for no open marriage, but I mean, hey. Why not? I ain't strong enough. What? I ain't strong enough. I know my strength and weaknesses, and you ain't finna be stumping on nobody else. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I'll hold her butt cheeks while you stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mess. Well, there we have it. Yes, the hell you would. You could do it. <laughs> I can't. You would be really okay with knowing that your man been somewhere else. My man done been somewhere else before. I ain't, I ain't the first person he been with. Him. I mean... I mean, that's true, but I didn't mean like that. Like, just it's too much. The world too risky to be like in this day and age to be be willy nilly having fun. 
But yeah. I guess when we had that polyamory episode, they um that that couple was basically saying that long as the other person approve of the person and they get that they paperwork on them, they didn't care. So you know, hey, okay. So here's the okay. Here's the thing. Let me be serious for a second. I don't want to embarrass nobody. <laughs> you ain't embarrassing me. I know I ain't embarrassing you. Oh. <laughs> um, here, here's the thing. I don't know. I, I could not. I don't think I could be in a relationship like with somebody and then I know that they got a whole nother girlfriend. You know, I, 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 I can't. I can't do that. But I do feel like if you've been with somebody for a while, you know, you want to spice things up, you know, add another person. Call pass is kind of yeah. like. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I mean, there'll be rules in place, you know, certain things you have to do, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more open to things than most people are willing to be. In that situation, you know, have fun, yeah. live life, but not too much fun. You know, you do uh, uh, kids. There are diseases out there. You can get people pregnant. You can become pregnant. So you gotta be smart. Yeah. You gotta be strategic with how you move. Matter of fact, I got a kid upstairs right now saying, "Mommy, mommy." So you you gotta you you do have to you do have to. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to yell at him. Why she still up? <laughs> <laughs> you do have to. Uh, you do have to do what works for you. Wow. Um, but you know, I mean, when you know, if if that ever if that ever came down to it in my relationship, you know, it'll be a conversation that would have to be had. That's true. I mean, as long as two adults agree, adults, exactly. it, you know what I'm saying. As long as they agree and they understand what they're agreeing to and what they're getting themselves into, it ain't like you say, it ain't nobody's business what happens in, in that relationship that's between the two consistent adults that came to the agreement in, in, in a relationship that works for them. But if you're if you're not emotionally stable, don't get in there ruining getting your feelings right and ruining nobody's life. Right. Because that's a that's a lot to accept and endure if you're not a hundred percent confident with you, with who you are right. as a within yourself. It takes a lot of confidence in yourself. It takes a lot of self esteem. If you ain't got that, don't be doing it. The worst is to try to do something like that to please someone. Right. Else. It's never exactly. gonna work exactly. because that person that you're trying to please is gonna be okay with the arrangement, but you're emotionally gonna suffer because you really wasn't with it, but you did what you felt you had to do to keep somebody. Right. And don't do it if that's what you're doing it for. I would not suggest it if that's what you're doing it for. But if you really open minded and game, hey, live your best life. Well, okay, and let me let me just say this too. I do not. One thing I don't condone is cheating. Um, and I don't condone misleading another party. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. If I was in that position, I'm not saying I am. I don't want y'all hitting up my folks with no shit. I'm just saying, if I was in that position, like you, you gotta let all parties know what's going on to pre- to prevent incidents like, unfortunately, what's going on with Jada and and uh, 
and August. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like let people know what it is, and you gotta make sure that other person, that all parties are mentally capable of handling the situation. Um, right. I don't condone cheating. If I'm with somebody and you feel like I'm not enough or not that I'm not enough, but you feel like you want to go do something with somebody else, come talk to me about it, you know? Um, I'm not saying I'm going to be down for it, and I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, go out there and get some pussy. No, I ain't saying all that either, but shit, I don't condone cheating. I don't want to be cheated on. I would never cheat on somebody that I'm with. So it's like communication, because the thing, the thing is, I was talking to a homeboy a couple months ago. The thing is, you'd really be surprised at what your other... Uh, what your partner is willing to do and is okay with if you actually talk right. to them. Because a lot of times, like how we're talking about threesomes now, how you, you was like, oh, gee, I can't believe that you said that. I'm, you know, but... Yeah, because I just... Because you've always been, you know what I'm saying, you always... Been with one person. <laughs> had the traditional... Yeah, you've always had the traditional, you know, American dream lifestyle. Oh, God, so. don't say that, honey. Perception. I'm just saying, not, not, not to say that. I'm just saying, like you've always like been that person, and it, it worked well for you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying for the most part. So I just couldn't have. I didn't imagine seeing. And I know you were a little feisty one too. Oh, and I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that's why I was like, I'm surprised. You know, uh, I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't, you know, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Um. <laughs> we'll leave it alone, friend. <laughs> I feel like we'll I feel like I feel like I feel like, I feel like after somebody hit this podcast, I'm gonna get a phone call, kid. You did not say that about us <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna leave it alone, friend. I'm gonna help you save yourself. <laughs> look, girl, look. I gotta make a phone call now. Okay, fair warning. Let me tell you what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Well, I think that I feel like to button that whole I'll just Jada situation up for me. Do what makes you happy. Do but be careful that in making yourself happy, you're not taking advantage or shitting on nobody else's feelings and well being. If making yourself happy is going to be damaging to somebody else's well being, then that's not the person that you need to be happy with. I agree. If that makes sense, that's how I just button up that whole situation. Last thing I want to talk about this week, which is not as much of a light fun topic wait wait first wait first let me rewind a little bit because i ain't have my podcast back when this other situation happened but i want to see if you think like me well you probably won't but i feel like remember when um i'm taking the button off y'all for a second remember when black china did what she did the rock and everybody praised her, oh, and they was like, "That's what she did. What what she did to Rob Kardashian? What did she? What what when she used? When she, remember she he was emotionally distraught and fat and had low self esteem. Oh, didn't want to 
trying to be on the TV, and then she was mad when Tiger started messing with his sister. So then she took her little hot to chart stuff over there and started messing with him. She took advantage. She used him to get back at her ex and to get at Kylie and took that got pregnant from him and took him all up and through there emotionally. And then he showed up at home one day and he had to start losing weight and everything. He was in love, love with her. Mm-hmm. And then she felt like she didn't want to deal with him no more and his insecurities. When you knew he was insecure before you took your ass over there, the boy had to stop filming and everything because he didn't feel comfortable being on TV. He wasn't happy with who he was anymore. So you knew he had insecurities so you took your ass over there. Then you start working out with him. He started losing weight. You doing photo ops with him here and there. He's smiling again. Then after you hadn't got all you needed to get from him, and you ain't want to deal with his clinginess and his insecurities and him accusing you of cheating and all of that no more, then you left and took everything. He came home to an empty house. And everybody was like, that's what the Kardashians get. Go, but they was praising him, and I said, "No, that ain't right. That's messed up." Because she should have left that man alone. He was in his own bubble, minding his business, living under a rock. And she went and pulled him from under his rock, had him smiling again, feeling good about himself, only to deflate his balloon again. I thought that was real messed up. You don't play with people' emotions like that. The people with mental issues like that, like depression and all that stuff, is real. And then you came to lift him up to just let him back down. That's not cool. I never thought that was cool. And to me, I feel like Jada did the same thing. But everybody saying, oh, Jada used August and she did that and that. But why we couldn't see it that way when Black China did it to Rob? Because a lot of people saying Jada used August, and including me, but why But why it didn't have that same sentiment when Black China is it because he a Kardashian? He ain't got nothing to do with what his sisters mm-hmm. do. I agree with that. So, okay, so here's the thing. If you take, if you purposely get with somebody to build them up only to tear them down, like that's basically your intentions. You don't really have intentions of loving this person, being with this person. That kind of says a lot about you and where you are mentally, your mental health. It takes a special kind of person to do that too somebody else especially when you know this person is vulnerable and in a weaker position um that's true so i i (laughs) yeah that 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 was pretty fucked up that was pretty fucked up Mm -hmm. but you know it's 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 that man was crying on instagram why would you do this to me i can't believe you fucking did this I'm going to get custody of my baby. Then he went to start playing a whole game. But you can't blame him. Then everybody went to his weak ass. His, his, uh, no, that boy was emotion, emotionally broken. He was broken. His insecurities caused him to lose everything. But if you if you wasn't really going to deal with that, like you, you know what I'm saying? You should have never got with, you should have never, you should have left that man under that rock that he was under. He was comfortable eating all the cookies and candy his ass wanted to eat. And he was minding his goddamn business. The only good thing that came from it is his baby. And he loved his daughter and he got a reason to live through his daughter. So now he's channeling that energy over there. But still, like you should have just left that man the hell alone. Um, 
Anyway. I agree. But the thing the thing is with you know that there, there there's certain people in this world who goal is to get on top by any means necessary, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And um I you know I I I don't know if that was her ultimate goal, but I mean you know she did what she felt like she needed to do to to be on top but you know that you know unfortunately look at how she was was I, you know I hate judging people you know I hate judging people Taria but <laughs> I know but <laughs> so this is so painful for me you know, I try to understand why people do the things that they do, why people move the way that they move. And, you know, I saw her reality show, you know, her her mother was on the reality show. and Generational curse. Yeah, so you got to kind of understand she moves the way she moves because of how she was raised. I ain't saying it is right, Mm -hmm. you know, at at some point you got to accept responsibility for your actions and you got to pivot and make certain changes in your life. But I, I understand I mean. why she moves the way she moves. She ain't getting no mental health help. No, she didn't. That's why I'm just said that's why mental health is important. That's why therapy is important. She the way the way she grew up under Tokyo, Tokyo need therapy. Today. Right. And her ass do too. They both need therapy. And I feel like that it's important, man. Cause then they, you don't I would hate to see Dream grow up and be on the right. same conversation. But you know what, exactly. girl? You know, Chris, Chris will be done take that baby and put her in all types of counseling that she needs. She ain't about to do that. Her, her uh, lineage Chris is going You are not going to mess up this money train. Okay. <laughs> and, and she's the only one with the Kardashian name because everybody else, you know, they're girls. So, yeah. All the, you know, all Chris's other kids are girls. So, that's true. She's not gonna let her mess up that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You are not, baby. You're not gonna mess up this. So, Grandma, I'm gonna go ahead and get you some therapy. And you're gonna sit down and shut up. But we're gonna put you in some medicine <laughs> shut you up. Okay. You're not gonna ruin this money train, honey. The train continues. You know what I find what I find uh intriguing though? You know, uh people always talk about like uh Kim and how she got her start with the whole infamous Ray J tape and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but mentally, you know, just from the outside looking in, Kim seems sane. She seemed like she got her shit together. I mean, I can't say the same for the person she's married to, but her, she, she seems like she, she's, you know, she got her shit together mentally. So listen, them girls got to, them, they're smart. They had a plan and they worked that plan. They knew what they was doing, just like Ray J say. She signed her name before him. Mm. They, they, they had a plan, and that's that mama just needed a boot. That was just like a a boost for them, a jump start. Let's jump start this thing off. And then Chris took that thing and ran to the moon mm-hmm. with it. And you can't be mad at the hustle. That's the true definition of hustle. I don't care what nobody say. I, I mean. I don't care what nobody say. They got they they got their stuff with them as every other person do. But at the end of the day, you can't knock their hustle. Right. They gonna keep coming. They gonna make sure that money keep coming in. They gonna make sure that they keep finding a way to diversify their portfolio. They doing what we supposed to be doing. If we instead of talking about them, if we start getting on our good foot and trying to come up with our different means of, I ain't saying 
still not coochie on the TV screen. But what I'm saying is figure out a way to diversify our portfolio while we work in our jobs. Figure out another way to try to make a little something on the right. side. Take the profits from that to figure out how to get out, try to get up our seven, uh, what it is, seven streams of income. Right, right. You got to try to figure that out. Right. You got to try to figure that out. So, I mean, I ain't never mad at nobody for hustling. As long as you ain't hurting nobody. Exactly. Blocking nobody else's blessings. You ain't intentionally stepping on nobody or holding nobody else back. I ain't mad. Right. I agree. I agree. It ain't ain't got to be your cup of tea, but you got to respect the hustle. I agree. Yeah. Until they start doing something ignorant and then, you know, they can have it. They get it anyway, but they'll really have it if they get too out of hand. But anyway, let's. <laughs> I just had to unbutton it for a little second to just to show the comparison. How all y'all niggas was praising one and then the other one is different. But anywho, um, moving right along, I saw a video to, today or yesterday. Today, I think it was earlier this morning, and there was a it was a video of a guy being arrested. And in this video, the cops were trying to get him to put his hands behind his back, but he was laying on, like, on his stomach with his arms underneath him. They kept saying, give me your hands, put your hands behind your back, or whatever. It was two cops. One cop had his knee on his back, and um, there was there was black people around with video recording saying, hey, dog, take your knee off. Take your knee off his back. Don't do the knee. Don't do the knee. Like, you know, trying to coach him or whatever. Thank God the police were not um, being rude mm-hmm. to the people, the onlookers or whatever. They were being nice. And they was like, dude, we don't want him to hurt you. Just take it, mm-hmm. you know, cooperate. Even one time, I don't know if you saw the video, but when the, the officer went to put his knee back in his back, the, uh, the black dude put his hand like, hey, no, yeah, like lift the officer's knee up. Like, don't do that. And they still didn't get aggressive with the the people that were trying to help. They he got down on eye level with the dude on the ground. I was like, dude, yeah. just just put your hands behind your back. And that video has become controversial. Controversial? Contra say the word. Controversial. Yeah, controversial. Because some people feel like I guess the black dudes sell that they brother like helped him get arrested and then some people feel like instead of just holding the camera that's what we should be doing to make sure that everybody at least make it to jail and have a fair shot at court alive now I personally looked at it and felt the latter like I'm glad that this boy gonna get to see his day in court even though he was you know not cooperating He's still going to make it to the court and then he'll have to face everything once he gets there. It's better than being dead and another mama having to go through that. Another family uh-huh. having to go through that. I don't understand. I guess I don't see what was wrong with the video. So people are upset because the crowd stepped in? Yeah, I guess they feel like you, you ain't supposed to help them arrest nobody. Like, that's how they looked at Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, he was going to get arrested anyway or worse. And we know what the or worse right. is. 
So basically, you're you're not helping a, a him be, get arrested. You're helping. You're possibly helping him, helping him save a life. So, I mean, I don't I don't know the the backstory of why he was being arrested. I don't I don't know. But is he? he that's yeah. That's, I don't know why he was being arrested. You know, in our community, we have this no snitching, and you know, it's it. it, it it's like you have this no snitching rule, and now they're saying, "Well, you shouldn't have stepped in, and you know you don't help them arrest a the black man." All that sounds good until it's your family. I wish to God somebody would say something about the murder of my brother. I wish to God somebody would just say something to help them arrest the person who killed him. So it's all cute and fine and dandy until it's somebody that you really and truly love. Right now, I'm sure there's some people who who. I'm sure that there are some people out there who, you know, regardless of if it's, you know, one of their family members or close loved ones, uh, friends or whatever, who still wouldn't want to say anything, you know, that that's on them. But the great majority of people, like, you want to see justice. Now, I don't know, again, I don't know the circumstances of why this young man was arrested, but at the end of the day, uh, I would have much rather my brother have been arrested for some shit than for him to be murdered. So... Exactly. I, I don't. I don't understand the the outrage about that. And it's sad. Like we talked about this before, um, when the George Floyd thing happened, we had an episode of the podcast about that, and it was expressed. You know that when when stuff happened in the hood, we'll we'll post Facebook, Instagram. We get T shirts. We'll pour out some liquor for our dog. We'll have a candlelight visual, a balloon lift up, all of that. But you can full well know who did it and won't say a word. Right. But if a white person or a police officer did it, you're enraged and you want justice. But when it's another black person that do it, you don't really care for justice. You just act like you don't know what happened. And that is something that, that is a problem in our community it really is it is and it's it's also kind of i don't want to, it's also kind of contradictory too because it is like you, you you don't no snitching in the hood you know what i'm saying you can't tell on this person that person you know who killed the man down the street but you can't snitch well the police are doing the same thing and i'm definitely not taking up the motherfucker for taking up for the police at all but exactly the, the, that blue wall of silence is they're the doing the thing. same thing. No stitch exactly policy. exactly so it, you know i mean it's it's and again let me be 110 percent clear i am in no way shape or form saying that it's right what the police is doing because you know you know how i feel about that but it's the, the yeah. blue like you said the blue wall of silence is the same rule the no it's the same thing rule. as the no snitch policy it's the exact same thing, and it and it's it's sad that we only get enraged if somebody else do it. I feel like we have to hold each other up to a certain standard too. Don't be out here shooting nobody, bro. Why are you shooting your brother? We we as a people, as a race, have to stick together, and it has to be no, bro. I'm not gonna tell you you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that around me. Don't let me see it. Don't let me find out about it. We got to hold each other to a certain standard. If not, it's not. It's like if we don't care about our lives and they feel like we don't care about our lives, we sure can't convince them to care about it because that's the first thing they say. Oh, what about black on black crime, which are two separate issues because the truth be told, and I feel like I need to say this, 
if a black because I want people to know that we're not comparing the two. There are two separate lanes. But at the end of the day, if a black man kills another black man, he goes to jail. He serves his time. He does his sentence if he's caught. When a police officer kills a black man, he gets paid vacation at home, which they like to call administrative leave, and then he comes back to work as if nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. So that is the difference between us doing it to each other and them doing it to us. So I do understand the enragement when it comes from police officers or whatever officers or whatever, but we need to keep that same energy with each other mm-hmm. because our, our lives need to matter to us too. I feel like they're they're the same, but it's the same issue, but two separate situations. Right. So black on black crime don't have nothing to do with police brutality and vice versa. It, it doesn't because, it, you know, you're more, regardless of what your race is, you're more likely to be assaulted, shot, killed, whatever, by mm-hmm. somebody of the same race as you. So mm-hmm. black and black, black on black crime, you got white on white crime, this, you got Hispanic on Hispanic. Mexican on Mexican, yeah, I mean, Puerto Rican on Puerto Rican. We congregate together. You, you, you are around Absolutely. people who identify with you and usually it's on a race level or a gender level or whatever you identify Class with. Level. Exactly. So it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it, of course, you, you, so you're, you're more likely to get into an altercation with somebody who looks like you. And lives around right. you, and go to your your church and your schools and your neighborhoods. And uh, that's why I say it's stupid that black on black crime thing. You get into it with people who live around right, you, right? Exactly. You can't argue with somebody who live across town. You ain't even running into them. What y'all beefing? Exactly. Exactly. What are the odds of somebody oh. in Clearwater? You know what I'm saying? Beefing <laughs> with somebody who lives in the damn Cocoa Beach. <laughs> yeah, well, you how you know them? Like, you were not there for the summer when you was right. Like how how you know them? For real. But all I can say is, guys, let's practice loving on one another. And if you keep your red cups full, you'll be at a, a libation level. If you keep if you keep it liquor in hey. your red cup, so that you feel cool, calm, and easy, and hopefully. You don't do that. Now, if you are angry junk, I don't want you to put liquor in your red cup. Get you a little, little juicy juice, pre-sun pouches, pour them in your red cup, do whatever you have to do. Do whatever, Put whatever in your red cup that's going to make you happy, cool, calm, and collected. How about that? Hey, hey. Well, I want to say to my guests, I thank you so, so much for coming in in the clutch last minute. I hope my brother, bruh, Tony twice get well I hope um that you enjoy the episode when you listen to it and hopefully you'll be back next week because I went through a lot to find a guest host <laughs> and to <laughs> so my guest host her name is Queen with a K um let them know where they can find you on socials and promote your stuff tell them about your books because we might have kiki tonight but this is an educated boss lady and I want to give her some time to tell y'all about her stuff, but we're going to have her on later at another time to talk about all her entrepreneurial endeavors and adventures. But go ahead, give us a little something right Hey, now. okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Queen of the World. That's K-W-E-E-N-D-U-H-O-F. Shit. 
Why I always do that? I was like, what? <laughs> Too much in my red cup. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say put the red cup down, sis. Do K-W-E-E-N-O-F-B-U-H-W-O-R-L-D, Queen of the World. Uh, my books, I am a two-time number one Amazon best-selling author. Woo-hoo! My first book is Boss Up or Bitch Up, okay? My second book yes, yes. is Drama Queen to Peace Queen, okay? And I also have a Boss Up or Bitch Up planner available on my website, thequeendom.com. And also... Let me give a shout out to my paralegal company for all your documentation needs. Paramount Paralegal yes. Service. I got y'all covered on divorce agreements, operating agreements, business plans, all your documentation needs, quick claim deeds. I got you covered, okay? Hit me up. I love you. Thank you so much for having me, Taria. Tony Twice, I pray that you make a full recovery for your situation, whatever's going on. I'm sorry that you're not here, but I am grateful that you guys chose me to fill in. And I hope I did a good job of covering for you. Absolutely, absolutely. And say the paralegal one more time because I think it cut out a little bit. What's your paralegal business called again? Paramount Paralegal Service. Yes. And can you help people in Florida as well as Georgia? Yes, yes, yes. We are nationwide, baby, okay? Yes, from coast to coast. Yes. paralegal services. Hey. That's what's up. (laughs) Well, I'm so proud of you, sis. I tell you that all the time. And I'm very, very proud of you. I thank you for coming in and stepping in to help us have a good Red Cup Friday. Um, if you guys want to comment or say anything about the episode, feel free to hit us up at Red Cup Podcast on Instagram. And you can always shoot us an email at Red Cup Fridays with an S podcast at gmail.com. I appreciate y'all. Keep your Red Cups full until next week. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Oh,